What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Chris Castellani. Thank you very much for tuning in. It is Monday, October 12th, 2020. We got a couple playoff games to recap. Game 5 between the Yankees and Rays that went down on Friday. Really incredible, intense game. I'm going to recap that. And, of course, I'm going to recap last night's Game 1 of the ALCS between the Astros and the Rays. I'm going to be spending a lot of this show praising the Tampa Bay Rays. And if you're into that sort of thing, I would recommend listening. Even if you're not, I'd recommend listening. I don't want anybody to go away, but if you're absolutely against me doing that, then maybe this isn't the podcast for you. But I've been so impressed by how they've played all season, but especially in this postseason, even more so over the last couple games. So that's how I'm going to be spending a majority of this show. First segment, we'll be recapping Game 5 of the ALDS. Segment 2, recapping yesterday's Game 1 of the ALCS. But before I jump into all that, I do have to address the fact that yesterday was a massive day in sports. Huge day in sports. You could argue the biggest day in sports we've had all year. We had the French Open Finals. As a big tennis fan, yes, I I care about that. We had Game 6 of the NBA Finals. We had an NFL Sunday. We had Game 1 of the American League Championship Series. A, A huge day in sports, and a day in sports we'll probably never have again, at least not in my lifetime, unless there's another pandemic, which, given the way things have gone, who knows? Maybe we'll be right back here doing the same thing next year, but the idea of... You know, a major tennis tournament, the finals of the NBA, uh, NFL Sunday, and, you know, one of the final series of a playoff season going on at the same time simultaneously. Uh, we'll, we'll probably never see that again. And I couldn't help but notice that the one that people were least interested in, and uh, some people, I had some people in my Twitter feed saying, I didn't know there was a baseball game yesterday was baseball. People just weren't as interested or invested in it, and I get it completely. And I've talked ad nauseum, so I'm not going to bore you with it again, but I've talked extensively about how I feel like baseball blew a golden opportunity here. You know, I cuz I knew at some point this was going to happen. I think baseball's best case scenario this year was you play 100 something games, 110 games or even 100 games. That means you got a full month and a half where baseball's the only game in town. People's interest goes up. People become invested by the time the playoffs roll around. When you have that traffic jam where you have NBA and NFL and, you know, you want to throw tennis in there, all going on at the same time with baseball, you're going to have a lot more eyes glued on Major League Baseball as their season starts to come to an end. You don't have that anymore. They've squandered a golden opportunity. They were the only game in town for, what, two weeks, a week? Really sad, really pathetic how they've wasted this. And it doesn't help as well that these games are on TBS. What, what, stop putting baseball games on TBS. TBS isn't a sports network. You, you have crappy sitcoms on TBS. They got to fix that TV contract. Just put them all on Fox or Fox Sports 1 or ESPN. Hell, put them on ABC again. I don't care like you did with the wild card round. Just pathetic, man. God, this sport makes me so angry. And I'll even, I'll, full disclosure, if I was not doing this podcast... I might not have watched that game yesterday. I wanted to see what LeBron was doing. I wanted to see him win another championship. You know, the French Open went on in the morning, so that doesn't count. But, you know, I'm, I probably would have been watching Seahawks-Vikings. That was a great game. Russell Wilson, amazing. Really disappointing how this season's gone down, man. But with that said, there have been some really riveting games over the last couple days. I can't, like, I don't want to deny that. And the one I'm going to start off by talking about was Game 5 of the ALDS, yankees rays I did not watch this game as it happened. A buddy of mine went to a movie theater here in Lansing to go see Tenant. Hope Nick's doing well. I guess one of my best friends. An awesome experience. My review for the movie is on my YouTube channel, but didn't watch it as it happened. Went home and watched what I had recorded, watched all the highlights, and even though I knew what the result was, was still riveted, 
was still on the edge of my seat. I mean, that is as good a playoff baseball game as you are going to see. And I give, I'm going to talk about both these teams. I'm going to talk about the Rays and the Yankees. Rays won 2-1, to one, unless you've been living under a rock. You know this already. An awesome game of baseball with some great storylines. What will get lost is how good Garrett Cole was. I mean, on three days rest, I thought maybe he'd go five. For him to go five and a third on three days rest, had his best stuff, only gave up one hit. It was a solo home run. Truly remarkable. And if you're looking for reasons why the Yankees failed yet again to make it to the World Series, Garrett Cole is not one of them. Like, that's why they signed Garrett Cole, and he gave him a great performance. I thought he was awesome on Friday. Had his best stuff when it mattered most. Under different circumstances with him potentially being allowed to go deeper into a game on full rest, they probably would have gone on to win that game. But as it is, went five and a third, did everything they asked of him, and more. He was great. I know I'm a very hyperbolic person, but in terms of an overall performance, talking hitting, fielding, pitching, management, top to bottom, That was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen by a baseball team in the Tampa Bay Rays. That was incredible what they did. Because the one argument I've always had against bullpen teams versus teams that rely on starting pitching is that when you have a bullpen day, you are relying on six guys potentially, you know, five or six guys to give you their best stuff on a given night. And and if you want to win, all those guys need to be on their A game. If you are a team like the New York Yankees and you have a Garrett Cole on the mound, you're relying on, what, two, three guys to give you their best stuff. Like, I think the more pitchers you use, the higher probability there is that one of those guys is going to blow their diaper. And yet, every single move Kevin Cash made I thought was incredibly smart. Every single move made sense. It often does. He's a very good manager. But every pitcher they put into that game had their A-plus stuff going up against one of the best lineups in all of baseball. You could argue the best lineup in baseball. It was truly an incredible performance. Glass now on two days rest I thought was great. Anderson was great. Diego Casillo was awesome. It was truly a, a remarkable effort by the Rays starting staff and by the Rays bullpen. But this game, the key moment in this game, the moment that everyone will be talking about for a long time, Mike Brosso, who a couple weeks ago, probably even a little bit over a month ago, uh, got a little bit of chin music. I mean, it was more than chin music. Aroldis Chapman threw a fastball right at the dude's face, responded the next night with two home runs, but in an even greater act of revenge, homered off of Aroldis Chapman in the bottom of the eighth inning to put the Rays up front for good. Casillo would close it down in the top of the ninth inning. An awesome baseball game. And you could tell what it meant to the Rays. You knew that, I think they know that this is a golden opportunity for them. They knocked out their rival. And man, I mean, they are looking like the the coolest team in baseball right now because of what they did. First of all, I mean, everyone likes to see the Yankees lose, right? Except for Yankees fans, of course. But they the way they've responded to that event. I mean, Kevin Cash coming out in the press conference after Broso got thrown at and saying, I got a whole stable full of guys that throws 98. That checks out. He does. And he uses that bullpen to incredible effect. They're so deep and they're so good. And every single one of them is deceptive and hard throwing. They're legit. But it's very obvious this Rays team has a chip on their shoulder, and they should. They should have a chip on their shoulder. They have the 28th highest payroll in baseball going up against a team with the first highest payroll, going up against a pitcher in Garrett Cole who beat you twice in the postseason last year. This team is on a revenge tour, and so far, they are winning. As for the team that lost, as for the Yankees, you know, 
what can you say? It's another disappointing season. I think I don't think Aaron Boone is the problem, and I've been critical of him in 2018. I didn't think he did a great job in that postseason, but for the most part, I think he does a good job. I think he he was asked a question afterwards where someone asked, "Is this season a failure?" And I thought he handled it with professionalism, where he said, "You know, I, I don't like to look at it that way. I don't think anyone on." that team is a failure. And you know what? I think that's a justified response with that said. Yeah, it is a failure. They knew what their goal was. Their goal was to win the World Series. I don't think there's any individual player on that team that's a failure, but as a team, yeah, it's a, it's a failed season. They failed to win the World Series. That's their goal. That's that's always been their goal. That is the difference. In fairness to them, that is the difference between the New York Yankees and almost any other baseball team in the world or almost any other sports team in the world. You could maybe throw the Patriots in there in the NFL. Their goal every Every single season is within reach, and their goal is to win the World Series, and when they don't, it's a failure, and they failed. And what do they need to do to fix it? Well, they went out, they got cold. That was a huge step forward. I said from the beginning, from the start, Garrett Cole's a great step. They need more starting pitching. Like it, I think their their lack of depth, their mediocrity in terms of starting pitching was shown in this series. They used an opener in Game 2. They overinflate the value of their starting pitchers. They overinflate the value of Jay Happ. Uh, James Paxton, at his best, is a front of the line starter, but James Paxton's never healthy. They greatly overvalue Masahiro Tanaka as a pitcher. I know he's been good for them in October, but to me, any team that says, oh, after Garrett Cole, Masahiro Tanaka, that's our best guy, is not a team that's going to win a World Series. Go out and sign or trade for a guy who's going to compliment Garrett Cole. If they do that, then they'll be the favorite to win the World Series next year. They're not that far off. With that said, this is, I mean, as good as the Rays were, and I don't want to take anything away from them, the Rays aren't more talented than the Yankees. But they were a lot tougher, and they were a lot smarter, and it's the reason why they're moving on. Now, when I come back, I'm going to talk about Game 1 of the ALCS that went down last night between those very Rays and the Houston Astros. Another 2-1 ball game. We will be right back. The Improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 other original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscientious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back. Like I said, last night there was an ALCS game between the Rays and the Astros. Another 2-1 win for the Tampa Bay Rays. Good pitching matchup. I gotta say, this Framer Valdez for the Astros, I know he took the loss. He has been so good for them and he has stepped up as Trump would say, bigly in the wake of Justin Verlander's injury. I mean, that that's a loss you can't necessarily re- replace, but you lose Verlander. McCullers coming off of injury, though he's been he's been fine for the most part this season. Granke has not been himself over the last couple of weeks and ha- was not good in his playoff start. This guy's been their ace, and last night, six innings of two-run ball, did walk four, but eight strikeouts. Uh, does not have the demeanor of a guy who's making his first couple postseason starts. He's been very, very good. I've been surprised at how well the Astros' bullpen has held up, and look, I know everyone wants to get on him for the cheating and all that stuff, but and I get it. I fall somewhere in the middle where it's like, yes, did they cheat? Yes. Did they steal a World Series? Right now, yes. I mean, until we find out that other teams were doing it, which is still very much possible, yes, they did. But there's too many people who completely throw out 
everything good that they did before that. This is an organization that develops talent really, really well. And there's young rookie pitchers. Three, they used four pitchers yesterday. I don't think any of them pitched in the postseason from last year. Maybe Valdez did, maybe. I know the other guys didn't. I don't think Valdez did either. That's four guys who did not pitch in the postseason last year. Three rookies, you know, pitching with a lot of confidence, with a lot of swagger, with a lot of poise. I give the organization credit. And while I've been critical of Dusty Baker as a manager this year, you got to give him credit. The one thing about him that I think everyone agrees on is he he has a steady hand and he believes in his players and his players like him and they want to play for him. You saw that on full display yesterday, but despite the effort, it was still not enough. Tampa Bay Rays outlasted them. They get a run in the fourth and a run in the fifth. That made the difference a 2-1 win. The big moment came in the eighth inning with the bases loaded. Kevin Cash went to his closer, Diego Casillo. I mean, they have him and Nick Anderson are kind of the closers, but he went to Casillo with the bases loaded. Yuli Gurriel grounded into a double play. Casillo would then pitch a scoreless ninth inning, and the Rays take a 1-0 series lead. They are now closer to the World Series than they have been in any year since 2008 when they won the pennant and ultimately lost to the Phillies in the Fall Classic. This team is so impressive, man. They're so impressive. And look, there's so many things about them that I like. And it's why, look, what the Rays do every year, essentially, but you know, even more so over the last couple years, is why I'm so critical of a team like the Oakland A's. Like, the A's are a team that they're very competitive every year. They, they field a pretty good team, and yet every year they flame out in the postseason. And I think a lot of people give them a pass and say, well, you know, they don't have the talent for it. That is that is true, right? They don't have the budget for it. And yet you have a team in the Tampa Bay Rays who keeps winning playoff series and keep keeps winning 90 games a year. And even if they aren't winning playoff series, they're giving teams a serious run. They gave the Astros a... Everything they could handle last year in the ALDS with a vastly inferior roster. They have become a a juggernaut in terms of how they manage a team with a shoestring budget. And over the last two games is where I've been the most impressed with them. Because over the last two games, they have had their backs against the wall like they did against the Yankees. You know, they were behind in that game after Aaron Judge homered. They were behind in this game when Jose Altuve went deep in the first inning. And they just respond with just incredible poise. I mean, that's a young team, and they don't play like it whatsoever. The Tampa Bay Rays have essentially played flawless baseball over the last two games. I mean, they've committed zero errors. Their pitching has been amazing and borderline immaculate in high-leverage situations. Every move Kevin Cash has made has worked out for the better. I don't know if they're the best team in baseball, but they are sure as hell the smartest. Like I still think the Dodgers are are a superior team, obviously in terms of talent. But you know that that's where that's what carries them. I, I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. But man, I really like watching these Rays play, and I like watching the Astros. I still really like watching the Astros. I'm not trying to take anything away from the run that they've made, but the Rays should be limited. Like the Rays are a team that should that would have legitimate excuses for getting bounced in the playoffs every year and yet they just keep on trucking. It is a very impressive group of guys that Kevin Cash is managing there in Tampa Bay. They're three wins away from the World Series, and this series is going to be a dogfight. Like, I, I, this is not going to be a sweep. The Astros are going to bounce back. You know, they still have a rotation that is capable of pitching some pretty darn good baseball with McCullers and Grinky. I think Grinky still might not be completely healthy. That offense is still really explosive. It makes what the, the Rays have done over the last couple games that much more impressive that they've taken these lineups that are so good and so deep and held them 
to two total runs in two games. It's really incredible what they're doing. I can't wait to see how the rest of the series plays out, and I can't wait to see how the NLCS plays out. I haven't talked about that much at all. Braves, Dodgers starting their series tonight. Really looking forward to that. I will discuss Game 2 of the ALCS and Game 1 of the NLCS tomorrow, but for now, that will do it for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts. Go to iTunes. Leave a five-star, five-star review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. And also, in the bio to my personal Twitter page, you'll find the link to my YouTube page. Go there. Subscribe to my channel. Uh, comment on the videos, like the videos, spread the word. Really, I, I like making those videos, and I think they're good. I'd appreciate your support as well. So that will do it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.